This is Vacation Bible School. It is, it is. Our next lesson um, actually is the final part of um, Jonah and uh, chapters 3 and 4. So continue to listen for God's word to you this day. The word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time saying, Get up, go to Nineveh that great city, and proclaim to it the message that I tell you. So Jonah set out and went to Nineveh according to the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was an exceedingly large city, a three days walk across. Jonah began to go into the city, going a day's walk, and he cried out, Forty days more, and Nineveh shall be overthrown. And the people of Nineveh believed God. They proclaimed a fast, And everyone, great and small, put on sackcloth. When the news reached the king of Nineveh, he rose from his throne, removed his robe, covered himself with sackcloth, and sat in ashes. Then he had a proclamation made in Nineveh by the decree of the king and his nobles. No human being or animal, no herd or flock shall taste anything. They shall not feed, nor shall they drink water. Human beings and animals shall be covered with sackcloth, and they shall cry mightily to God. All shall turn from their evil ways and from the violence that is in their hands. Who knows? God may relent and change his mind. He may turn from his fierce anger so that we do not perish. When God saw that they did, how they turned from their evil ways, God changed his mind about the calamity that he had said he would bring upon them, and he did not do it. But this was very displeasing to Jonah, and he became angry. He prayed to the Lord and said, O Lord, is not this what I said while I was still in my own country? That is why I fled to Tarshish at the beginning, for I knew that you are a gracious God and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, and ready to relent from punishing. And now, O Lord, please take my life from me, for it is better for me to die than to live. And the Lord said, Is it right for you to be angry? Then Jonah went out of the city and sat down east of the city and made a booth for himself there. He sat under uh, under it in the shade, waiting to see what would become of the city. The Lord God appointed a bush, and made it to come up over Jonah to give shade over his head to save him from his discomfort. So Jonah was very happy about the bush. But when dawn came up the next day, God appointed a worm that attacked the bush so that it withered. When the sun rose, God prepared a sultry east wind, and the sun beat down on the head of Jonah so that he was faint and asked that he might die. He said, it is better for me to die than to live. But God said to Jonah, is it right for you to be angry about the bush? And he said, yes, angry enough to die. Then the Lord said, you are concerned about the bush for which you did not labor and which you did not grow. It came into being in a night and perished in a night. And should I not be concerned about Nineveh? the great city in which there are more than 120,000 persons who do not know their right hand from their left 
and also many animals? This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. So, welcome to this part of VBS. Today I am your uh, story interpreter. So you've been to music and you've learned the Jonah and the Whale song. You've had it read to you once earlier in the whole group, and now you've heard it once again. So I want to know how well you listened this morning. <laughs> so who was Jonah? Who said that? Who said it? Yay! Good. Gold star. Gold star. Jonah was a prophet. All right? So now prophets are folks that went around and talked for God, right? God said, you're going to go and talk to people. So who had called him? I just gave you the answer. God. Okay. And what was Jonah supposed to do? Go to Nineveh. Now, what do we know about Nineveh? They weren't nice people. What? Wicked. What's another word? Unbelievers. What? Sinful. Okay, good. You've been listening. Good. So, Jonah was supposed to go to Nineveh, this wicked, wicked city, and what was he supposed to do there? What was that? Preach to them. And what was he supposed to say? Repent, right? You're supposed to give up your evil ways. That's what he was supposed to do. What did Jonah do? He ran away. And why do you think he ran away? Was it because he didn't think he could do it? He was afraid what? That, that, he, that they would actually listen to him. Yeah. Yeah, they were bad guys. And he didn't want God to say, oh, I will forgive you. Yeah. So... Think about that for yourself. When is it that, well, you maybe don't want someone to be forgiven or to, uh, uh, you know, for God to say it's really okay. So anyway, so Jonah decided he was going to Tarshish, which we think might have been like in Spain, but it was a long trip away. And so what did he do? He got on a, a boat and he paid his fare which means that Jonah had money. That's something we don't usually think about. Jonah had money because that was a long trip, and so he was able to pay his fare and get on the boat. So that's just something to think about. But then what happened? Storm. A storm started happening. And so when this storm started, um, what, what was happening on the boat? What did the crew do? The sailors were all praying to their God. See, we sit in the front row, we listen. We sit in the front row and we listen. This is good. So all the different crew members started praying to their God. What did Jonah do? He went downstairs and went to sleep. So the captain comes and says, Jonah, what are you doing? Get up and, and pray to your God. And so Jonah gets up, 
they throw lots to figure out who the problem is, and it, it's Jonah, and we wonder if God's hand is in all of that. And Jonah says, and, and it says, Jonah had already told the crew he was running away from his God. And he said, I'm a Hebrew, you know, my God's the God of the universe, you know, the creator of all things. And they're like, well, do something. And he says, okay, throw me in the water. But what's the crew do? What? You know what? They were going to try to do the right thing. They weren't going to just throw him overboard. They were going to try to get closer to dry land so for him to get off the boat. So, remember that. So, so that's what happened there. And then, Jonah gets thrown in. Now, now what happened? Jonah was what? Swallowed by a big fish. Are whales fish? No. Now, I think we get the idea that he was swallowed by a whale because that is the only kind of creature in the sea that we can think about that might be big enough to swallow a person. Right? And for those of us that are old enough to have watched Walt Disney's Pinocchio, and we saw Pinocchio go into the whale, you know, we kind of, that's the image that I have in my head. And if you have not seen Walt Disney's Pinocchio, go watch it, okay? So, and you see uh, Monstro, is, I think is the name of the, of the whale in, in that. And, and, you know, Pinocchio goes in, and that's what I think about Jonah going in. But it just says it was a big fish. So again, sometimes we don't know all of the sea creatures that are, were or are about. And so Jonah gets into the belly of the fish. Does Jonah like this? Oh, but what, what was the other thing that happened? As soon as, as soon as he hit the water, what happened? The storm stopped. Right, as soon as he hit the water. That's the first thing that happened. The storm stopped, and, and, he, and then he was swallowed. So Jonah is swallowed by this big fish. What does Jonah do then? He prays. And what does he say? What does he say? Doesn't have to be exact words. It's really okay. <laughs> what does Jonah say to God in the belly of the whale? Okay, you guys, look at the, the, at the reading that we did together. Okay? It's like a psalm. It's like a psalm. Well, it's sort of like, forgive me. Forgive me for what I've done, for the wrong that I've done, kind of, right? Yeah? Yeah, what's he saying there? You know, you put me in the deep, you know, but guess what? All of this stuff happened, but, um, but with a voice of thanksgiving, with thanksgiving I will sacrifice to you. Jonah remembers what God is all about, what God is all about. So then, what happens? God hears Jonah, and God does what? God talks to the fish. It says God talks to the fish, and the fish spews him out 
onto dry land. That's not a very great image, but that's what happens. Okay? So, is that the end of the story? Huh? No. Then God does some more talking, and what does he do? He says, Jonah, go to Nineveh. But as we heard with, during children's time, huh, he knew better this time, and he went. So he goes, he does what God has said, and you're right, the people rep repent. They listen. They hear what Jonah is saying. Even though Jonah, as we come to know, and is a very reluctant prophet. He's reluctant to go to these people because he doesn't see how justice is going to be done with this evil group of people. But they put on sackcloth and ashes and they repent. And after the 40 days, God says, no, I'm, I'm not going to destroy this town, these people, um, for they have changed their ways. They have changed their ways. And this was a big city. Three days walk, 120,000 people, you know, all of that. So God has forgiven them. So is that the end of the story? No. Then what happens? Yeah, Jonah goes out of the city and goes, let's see what happens, right? Let's see what's going to go. Let's see what we're going to do here. And what happens? He builds himself a booth to sit there and watch. What? He gives him a bush. And what does the bush do? It shades him. It brings shade. It brings comfort, right? In this hot sun and all of this. And so Jonah's like, okay, this is okay. But then God talks to the worm and says, ha ha, go take care of this bush. And the bush wither. See, you guys are good. See, they've been listening. It dies, and so then an east wind comes. The sun is beating down. And what does Jonah say? Let me die. Just let me die. You know, this has not turned out any way in which I expect it. This is, hasn't turned out in any way that I wanted it to. So just let me die. But what does God say? Does God say, oh yeah, Jonah, go ahead, I'll let you die? No. What does God say to Jonah? Very good. You were so concerned about this bush that you had nothing to do with. You know, it was just by happenstance for all you know. You were all concerned about that. Well, why shouldn't I be concerned about this city that I have helped build? This, this, these are my people. Why, you know, why shouldn't I be? So Jonah, stop whining. Get up. Get going. Get moving. So that's the story. So what is our takeaway from all of this? One, we heard with the kids, you can't run from God, right? 
God is everywhere, and aren't we grateful that God is everywhere and the Holy Spirit is everywhere? We are so grateful for that. We cannot run away from God. We also learn that God asks us to do things sometimes that we really don't want to do, right? Yeah. But that we really need to look into our own hearts and figure out why it is that we don't want to do this thing that God wants us to do. You know, our own sense of justice, our own sense of uh, righteousness. What is it that we need to be doing that's more in line with God and what God wants us to be and do in this world? What is it we should be doing? Animals can be agents of God. Now, all of those of you who have cats and have wonderful dogs, you know that. You know with wonderful pets, you know that they can be agents of God for they are such comfort. We know that. But God can use fish, so know that. You know, Jonah is unwilling to forgive. That's a big part of what's going on here. Jonah is unwilling to forgive. And I think that's one of the big lessons for all of us. We have to be willing to forgive again and again and again. We might not understand it. We might not like it. But we need to learn to forgive. We, as humans, have a tendency to resent it when blessings appear to come to someone who, in our minds, do not deserve it. Isn't that sort of like keeping up with the Joneses kind of thing? No. We need to give thanks in all things. Jonah in the belly of the whale giving thanks to God for all that is going on. And we, too, need to give thanks for other folks' blessings as well as our own and understand that we have what we need. God gives us what we need. Maybe not all that we want, but what we need. We need to allow God's love to be everywhere, even to those who do not know God yet. We need to share God's love with everyone we meet because they may not know God yet. Those sailors on the boat, they had other gods, but they came to know the Hebrew God. Unfortunately, it was out of fear, but they did. The folks in Nineveh changed their ways. They came to know God. We know that we don't want to go because of the fear of God. We know because we have Jesus, that Jesus came, and so that we have this God of love that is there for us, and that we need to share that love with everyone we meet, with all about the Ninevehs that we can think of in this world. So, I think it's about time to move on to our next section. And so hopefully you'll remember more of this. So is this really, you know, that, that pair, you know, we talk about Jonah and the whale. It's what, two verses? out of this whole story. So what I'm wondering is that maybe we should rename this 
we should retell the story, the Vacation Bible School story. Let's, the, the scripture, instead of calling it Jonah and the Whale, we need to start thinking of a different title for it. So you can tell me that after class today. <laughs> Amen.